Now, with your GoDaddy.com domain registration, as a listener of The Chris Perillo Show, enter code CHRIS1 and save an additional 10% on any order. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. You are, I guess, one of the brothers of Jib Jab. Are you Jib or Jab? Um, I am the head that appears above the jib, so we're okay. not sure. We never intended it, but uh, you know, we usually wind up saying I'm jib and he's jab. Okay, so you've actually got little nicknames for yourself. Yeah, well, not really, but uh, you know, pe- people always want to know, so we've we've just we let we roll with it, you know. Well, I remember getting turned on to jib jab like years ago. Uh, I mean, when I say years, I mean, <laughs> we're talking like it just seemingly like when the internet started. Yeah. Uh, you know, this Flash cartoon came across my screen. I'm like, wow, this is kind of fun. Yeah, we just celebrated our seventh year in business, wow. so it's um, it has been a wild ride. We've, you know, we were there from the beginning when we were doing vector Flash animation, and file sizes couldn't be more than 300k because you know <laughs> no one could you know get it through their uh, through their 56k phone line. That's it was right. any bigger. So, yeah, we've been doing this, um, you know, since 99, and, we, you know, we've been kind of fortunate enough to been able to survive the crash and kind of keep cutting our teeth and trying to figure out the, the, the black magic that is Internet programming. So how did it start? Were you guys just sitting around, you know, eating some uh, latkes and uh, <laughs> some Spanakopita, and you just decided to, uh, you know, just do this Wacky cartoon? Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I was, um, in, in a former life, I was in investment banking, and I was doing my, uh, my MBA at the time, and my brother Evan was an independent filmmaker, and, you know, he had wanted to make, uh, he was doing independent film festivals, he wanted to kind of produce a television show, and I was just in kind of amazed at the at the falling price of production technology i mean here was you know a 22 year old kid who had a thousand dollar digital camera and was making like unbelievable you know theater quality stop motion digital animation and so I'd, i was always kind of impressed by that and then in 1998 we saw a dancing duty it was a john k animation over the internet it was a flash cartoon and it kind of hit us, wow, you know, not only is production technology getting cheap, but now there's this wide-open distribution platform called the Internet, which means we can make great content and we can get it out to the whole world. So we thought that meant that there was going to be a media revolution, and that was in 1999, and uh, we started in October, and our timing was great because right after we start, you know, we opened our doors, and in December there was this whole slew of, you know, pop.com and den.net and z.com and all of these kind of very well-funded uh, entertainment destination sites came along, and we just started right off. And because we had been in business two months at that point, we were like experts in the field, and everyone <laughs> was licensing content from us. So we pretty much um, opened our doors and started the business right away. And we rode that dot-com boom until, uh, you know, about 2001 when the bottom fell out. And, and uh, you know, and at that point we had our first taste of, you know, oh, my God, pure entrepreneurial fear because, you know, all of our clients went out of business within a six-month period. Yeah. And, you know, we had a, a lot of overhead. We had started the company in Brooklyn and, you know, made a decision to, you know, pack it all into a truck and, and move out to L.A., just the two of us, and, you know, get our overhead back down to a manageable level. Well, I remember, uh, you know, like I said, the first jib-jab cartoon I think I saw was it was political in nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't tell you exactly which one. I mean, I've, over the years, I've seen so many 
jib-jab cartoons, it's not even funny. Well, <laughs> actually, it is funny. Uh, and it's, <laughs> I it's, hope so. <laughs> it is funny, but yeah. in being funny, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, you know, it, how it, did it just start, like, politically uh, for you guys? Yeah, or? we, you know, it, it's, you know, we've, and we still are trying to figure out online programming. Um, but one of the things we learned really early on was that seasonal and topical subject matter worked really well. Mm-hmm. So we started the company um, with a, a character called Nasty Santa. Oh, like, yeah. You know, grouchy Santa Claus. Oh, and yeah. that was our first, you know, kind of out of the gate when we launched the company. That's the product that we have. Then in February 2000, we did something called The Founding Fathers. And it was this interactive, it was our first photo collage animation, and it was The Founding Fathers rapping about the Declaration of Independence. And you could, you know, <laughs> kind of click on them and drag them and make them do all sorts of funny stuff. And then our first big hit was, and, and that was actually like a little cult, cult hit, you know, back then it was like, wow, we just had 100,000 people view this. And it was, <laughs> you know, uh, it was unbelievable. We didn't know there were that many people on the Internet back then. And then in the 2000 election, we did a Bush versus Gore rap battle. And that was really successful. I think we got up to 5 million views on that one. Mm-hmm. It was licensed and put on uh, Mad TV and, you know, hit That's all right. the news shows. Yeah. So that was our first kind of taste of, wow, you know, politics really works. Topical mm-hmm. really works. And after that, we, you know, we've done a lot of uh, political satire since then. I know that I walked into an office in L.A. at one point, and you may not be working with this individual anymore. I don't know. But uh, um, an attorney by the name of Ken Hertz. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I, I walked in there, and he had some jib-jab thing on the... And, and remember, I mean, you know, gr- I mean, I grew up on the internet. I mean, listen to me. I, I probably sound like I'm 12 years old, but I mean, I, I I was there when the internet was just getting going, and Jib Jab was one of those, you know, first places that had, you know, th- these cartoons. So I knew Jib Jab as a brand. Yeah. And so I see this in this lawyer's office. I'm going, wait, that's not right. It's it's underground. I thought, how could yeah, you yeah. know about it? This is unreal. Well, you know, you need good legal representation because we may be small and entrepreneurial, but, you know, we deal with really big companies. I mean, we've done distribution deals with Yahoo and MSN and, you know, Bud Light and Verizon Wireless. So, you know, we need good representation. So that's that's how we hooked up with Ken. We hooked up with Ken, you know, well before this land, actually. We did a children's book with LL Cool J. We illustrated a kid's book, and we did LL Cool J with LL Cool J, and um, the producer of that book series, that children's book series, is how we were introduced to Ken. Interesting. Yeah. But you've j- you've done everything. So you've survived the dot-com, I guess, bust. Yeah. And, well, and boom, which was the more fun part of yeah. the, the whole bubble. Uh, and, and now JibJab, I guess, is, is kind of undergoing a, a facelift of sorts or kind of a... Yeah, we're really, I mean, what we're, what we're trying to do now is uh, really turn JibJab from just purely, you know, a... Um, just the Greg and Evan kind of political animation show into a much broader comedy brand. And what we want to make it, and a big part of what we're doing now, is we want to make it a platform for lots of up-and-coming great talent. We think there's so much talent out there that really doesn't have access, can't kind of get past the gatekeepers of traditional media, film, and television, and get in front of an audience. And what we've been fortunate enough to build over the past seven years is a really nice sizable audience mm-hmm. that we can produce uh you know if we can produce great comedy with up-and-coming talent you know we've got the audience that would like to see it so the project we're launching um on friday is called the great sketch experiment and we got john landis who directed 
um, you know, Animal House, Blues Brothers, Trading Places, Coming to America, the Thriller video. I mean, more stuff, Three Amigos, more stuff than you could even name. He is, uh, he worked with us and we did a, a nationwide contest where 50, uh, or we went across the country to sketch comedy troops and invited them to submit a script based on a police theme. Uh, for a short sketch comedy routine, um, and that we were going to pick six of them to be directed by John Landis, and we we shot six six really funny uh, police themed comedy videos with John and troops from New York, L.A., San Fran, and Seattle in September, and we're putting them up tomorrow, and the audience is going to vote for which one they like the best, and they'll also be available uh, on Verizon Wireless, which is cool. So oh, they wow. spo- they sponsored the content on our site. And you can also stream them over Vcast. Now, with all this content out there, I mean, what do you think about the whole acquisition of YouTube by Google? Yeah, I think it's I think it's a great thing for the industry. I'm uh, because Google has the tech, you know, the technical technical capabilities to really build out a you know, the advertising business around streaming video, and for us, that's a great thing. And I think uh, Google will also probably, my guess, and you know, this is just a guess, is start to build technologies to understand how to fingerprint content, so that maybe we can start to solve this copyright issue. And uh, you know, if we can actually build technologies to identify, uh, you know, content that's being shared in communities like YouTube and on our user-generated platform, JokeBox. It means that if that content can be monetized, that content owners can be paid for it. And that, that ultimately, I think, is going to be great for everybody. Well, the, I think the challenge is certainly twofold. You've got you know, people who have certainly built a name for themselves, and I, I guess you, you and uh, your, your entire team is, is, I guess, testament that it can happen, even yep. if you're not coming from, uh, I guess, big media. You kind of mm-hmm. make yourselves big media. But the other end of it are the people that you're, you're now trying to, I guess, enable through yep. your, your new uh, effort. They just want to get their stuff out there. Yeah, and, and absolutely. I, you know, and, and I, I, for some, I know it's not even a matter of, hey, I want to make this much money for my content. It's just I want to get my content out there. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, and that's in a big way what this, you know, differentiates Jib Jab from, you know, the YouTubes and groupers of the world is the fact that, you know, we're a vertical in comedy. So, you know, what we can do is, if, and we've, we're doing this, is that if we identify great user-generated content that we can feature it and really get that content in front of an audience that's looking for comedy. Mm-hmm. You know, you can post something on YouTube, but, you know, at some point a network gets so big and so broad it's very hard for, uh, for, for a user to kind of be heard. <laughs> Amongst the mil- you know the sixty five thousand videos getting uploaded every day, but don't you think that's more uh, I guess a shortcoming on the software, not necessarily the glut of content? Yeah. Oh, well, you mean in terms of like aiding discovery of yeah. great material? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I think it's again to, to you know our focus on comedy will enable us to you know in the discovery process a lot better than something that's really, really broad. Like, in my mind, YouTube, and I love YouTube, you know, but when I go to YouTube, I'm going to YouTube to find something very specific I'm looking for. It's kind of a search-based initiative. I don't really, it's a little too broad for my personal taste to, you know, to use it for discovery. Really? 
Yeah, I mean, for me personally, you know, it's I, you know, because you know, I, I guess maybe I just like very specific things. I'm well, not no, sure. That, no, and I think that's that's fine. But I think a lot of the attractiveness of a YouTube type of site or any other you know video portal is a serendipity. Yeah, of, you know yeah. that that of stumbling across something, you know, whether it's through tags or just search or someone you know posted something on their blog. I don't even know. I was featured on the front page of YouTube a few weeks ago for something mm-hmm. that I did, uh-huh. and I don't. I still don't know how the hell it happened. How it gets up there? Yeah, and yeah. I think they have a programming person, but you know, I love. You know how I find? I mean, it's funny because I find that I'm my most of my discovery. Um, for say YouTube happens on blogs mm-hmm. or VSA Dig or mm-hmm. other you know kind of uh, community aggregation sites. So you know th- I guess and it's also just a personal thing. I'm not the guy to go you know looking through most viewed or most popular necessarily. But if I'm on a blog that's in a subject that I like, then I'm that's where I'm you know that's where my discovery is happening of things that uh, you know that are being hosted and distributed by YouTube. That makes the most amount of sense. Yeah. Is that the I. I I guess not exactly your business model. Um, I mean, you, I think you're staying more towards humor. Are you going to be vetting all talent that's coming through uh, the new JibJab? Uh, well, what we do is actually our Jokebox product is really not, and, and Jokebox is you know is a is a community um, joke sharing hub. So it's got videos, photos, audio files. Yeah, and, Dave and, Chappelle showed yeah. me or Chapel. Yeah. Is it Chappell or Chappelle? It's Chappelle, like the comic. Okay, I didn't, you know, we I know. We call him Dave, not the comic Chappelle. <laughs> I, when I say it. in our movies. He's definitely, it's it's spelled differently, but it, it sounds the same, so I wasn't sure exactly how to, yep, you know, yep. play it off in audio. No, I met Dave, he came up to the conference that we do, and I didn't yep. realize he was there until afterwards. I'm like, oh my God, it was you. Yep. Um... But he showed me what you guys were working on in, in that arena, and it's that's something I just love. I mean, I, I just love laughing. I, I love laughter. I love humor. Yeah, and it's it's really great. And 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 comedy is the most social form of media. I mean, without a doubt. You know, when's the last time someone sent you a sci-fi or a mystery movie? You know, I mean, people like to connect around humor. So you know, we believe that. Um, and we saw, for, and what really opened our, our eyes to it was this land. You know, it was like, wow, this land was all spread by email. I mean, we sent one email to 130,000 of our fans who had, you know, subscribed to our newsletter. It cost us 400 bucks. That was the only marketing we ever did for it. By the end of the election, this land and the follow-up parody we did, Good to Be in D.C., were seen over 80 million times. Wow. And that was all by virtue of the social of people social network by email. So, you know, we're big believers that social networks are going to be the foundation for all content delivery in the future and there's no better, you know, there's no more social media than comedy. People love to share laughs and and that's, you know, we want to build products that facilitate that. What do you do with the people who just don't understand your humor? <sighs> well, <laughs> We, um, you know, we, you know, we haven't, believe it or not, you know, we've been lucky that in that, we, you know, we've done political parody and satire in an era that's really divisive. And we've, you know, we've creatively, we've walked down the middle and we haven't, it's amazing that we haven't upset that many people. You know, we, we always say the Democrats and the Republicans, no one's ever come after us and accused us of being one side or the other. The only controversy we've ever call, caused is when we had uh, Clinton have his arm around two nurses and get smacked by Hillary. The, the, there's a nursing advocacy group that has like, started an email campaign against us to oh, improve no. the image of nurses in America. So oh, somehow no. we... 
we do these without ticking off Republicans or Democrats, but we upset the nurses. Well, you're an equal opportunity offender. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there's and and that's that's a that's kind of a creative point of view. And and I do the writing uh, with my brother, who is you know my editor and you know instrumental in in all of the creative product we make. Um, so you wait, know, so there's wait. so much absurdity going on. There's so much absurdity that to to to, to point to one over the other is, you know, it seems like there's enough to go around. Do either one of you then animate? Uh, Evan animates. Oh, okay. So okay. I write, and um, and Evan does, uh, does all the design, animation, everything. Well, yeah. it sounds like that's that's worked out uh, quite well for you. Oh yeah, it's been great. I mean, we have very complementary skill sets. I mean, I, I coming from a business background helped a lot. And I and I do write as well, but Evan, you know, is the kind of expert in the creative domain, and uh, you know, I've learned so much from him. You know, it's been a great partnership because we kind of brought to the table such different skill sets. I think we've each learned a lot from each other. Do you do the vocal talent too, or some of it? You know, early on, I was Al Gore in the Bush Gore rap battle in 2000. But you know, it's like we're quickly learning, and kind of what we're doing now is like you know, some people are just really, really good at what they do, and mm-hmm. voice talent is a very specialized skill. So we have one amazing guy named Jim Meskimen who does all of our voices. I mean, literally all of them: Bush, Gore. I mean, I'm sorry, Bush, Kerry. Everything, pretty much every voice you hear on a jib jab is Jim Meskimen. Wow, that's impressive. He's unbelievable. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I take it you probably don't get many, you know, calls to, hey, could you do one that sounds like a, a, a six-year-old kid? Yeah. Well, we actually just recorded some kids for the first time, oh, so wow. we've got some uh, some parodies that will feature some children coming soon. Getting into t- uh, kids programming, if you will. Well, with a, with, with a sick jib-jab twist, twist on it. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, hey, we, we've come to expect nothing less than that. Uh, I hope, I, and please don't ever stop expecting less. Well, we, I didn't plan on it, uh, quite honestly. Didn't you have uh, in the works, and maybe this happened and I missed it, uh, like a full-length feature film? Yeah, it's interesting. We had an um, opportunity to do uh, a feature film with a studio, and that was this spring. And around the same time, we, kind of, we, we had to make a decision because the feature film is a three-year project mm-hmm. that you get into. Mm-hmm. And we sat down and we said, you know what, we, we came to L.A., one of our dreams was to make a movie, but to, to, to turn our focus away from the Internet and from all of the amazing things that are happening in digital entertainment right now to go make a movie just seemed like a really, really bad idea. Greg, you know, here, you know. here we have this incredible relationship with our audience where we can make whatever we want, and put it out there, and people can get it without any filter, going through creative execs or anything. And it just seemed like the wrong decision to go make a movie when you know we can instead build the online studio. So we uh, we we walked away, and we're we're focused 100% online right now. My opinion of you has just gone up, uh, you know, by tenfold. Ah, good. Well, I tell you, it's it was a is a really tough decision, and you know, especially yeah. for my oh, brother yeah. who is a filmmaker originally, and uh, you know, but the opportunity right now in digital media is just so huge. You know, to say that you know, Jib Jab could become the vertical comedy brand that we could be, you know, a, a comedy brand that lives on the web on mobile. Totally. Now, IPTV, I, and we're going to give, and we're going to let the next three years pass to go make a movie. You know, no if way. things work out, we'll make our own movie later. <laughs> That's you know? right. That's yeah. right. Now, have you seen, I don't know if Dave has shown you what I was working on, or I've been working on this little stupid little daily comic strip thing. 
No, he hasn't sent, sent, sent me a link. It's, it's called Blaff. We're the, cool. We're the world's first comic with an API. Is that right? Yeah, we got an API, like REST and SOAP and XML RPC and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Some fan did it for us. It's just oh, that's great. You, I, I need to, I need to, uh, so what's the address? Uh, it's, it's spelled like laugh, like, mm-hmm. but with a B in front of it. So it's okay. laugh. Cool. And, uh, no, it's, it, it's something that, you know, I watch, it, it's, it's nowhere near, you know, you know, the kind of, you know, business that you guys are doing. But for me, I've always in, enjoyed humor and comics and parody and satire and, and I've seen a lot of people, a lot of my contemporaries in the blogosphere, and I wanted to make fun of them in, in a mm-hmm. way that was done in a quality, in a quality sense. So I found a great artist, and we've been collaborating on this project, and, and so far it's it's done pretty well, I think. Oh, that's great! Uh, yeah, so, I'm gonna have to go check it out. Yeah, I'll have to. No, and, and I'll have to say something. Uh, I got to tell you about something else that uh, is 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 interesting. I don't know how it plays into it, but it it really underscores, you know, your decision to skip traditional media, so to speak, yeah. and, and go right into this new media. And, and to tell you the truth, I think new media is quickly, quickly going to trump uh, any kind of power and prestige that uh, that uh, traditional media has been able to bring us. Oh, no doubt. It's uh, the, the explosion, even since, we, in, even since we launched the election pieces, you know, in the past two years, what's happened in this space is incredible. I mean, the amount of content, people, video content people are consuming online and just the, the way that the whole business is changing and just how, how um, you know, re- producing online content and stories, whether it's, you know, whether it's comics and cartoons or, you know, short-form animation, you know, it's a new art form. You know, it, it requires a new approach to you know, creative storytelling, and, you know, that's what we're trying to figure out, you know, so it's not like, you know, we think traditional studios are going to all of a sudden turn an army of television writers into, you know, online entertainment people, because it's a different medium. People people want to hear and see different stories online, and that's, you know, that's the challenge. It's like the days of early television, you know, it said so much, it kind of can sound cliche, but, you know, back in the days when when TV first started and people were trying to figure out what's the right economic model, is it uh, sponsored programming? Is it 30-second, you know, 30-second ad units? I mean, we're, we're going through that right now. You know, how do you integrate brands into programming so that there's an economic model? Is it pre-roll videos? Is it post-roll videos? Is it brand integration? These mm-hmm. are, you know, great creative challenges. And, you know, we, we think by building a company that focuses on those, you know, we can build something, you know, really big and lasting. Well, I, I hope that uh, I can uh, let you go here real soon so you can keep working on that, because I, I need, uh, I've, today has just been so boring, I need something to spice it up in a jib-jab cartoon would just, it would, you know, it would fit right now, right Excellent. Here. Yeah. It would make me feel better. Well, good. Well, we got six new great comedy shorts coming out on Friday the 20th with uh, troops from across the country, we, and we've got... Um, and new new productions launching in November and December as well. So yeah, but those I'll, I'll are th- those are shorts, and I never look good in shorts. Do you have something maybe pants? Size? In pants? Yeah. yeah, we'll see what we could do. Now, with your GoDaddy.com domain registration, as a listener of The Chris Perillo Show, enter code CHRIS1 and save an additional 10% on any order. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. 